0: The Donut Bag is brought to you by Penn Highway Marketplace, the marketplace for vintage goods, quality collectibles, and handmade crafts. It's where I get all my sports memorabilia. Go to facebook.com slash Penn Highway. That's facebook.com slash P-E-N-N-H-W-Y and mention I sent you. All right. So the last time we talked, it was right after... The San Jose game in San Jose, that was when they just concluded their West Coast trip, and they, they easily beat Anaheim, they got destroyed by uh, the Kings, and then they beat San Jose, and then they had a very important stretch of Metro Division opponents that were absolutely <laughs> must win, must win, and they lost all of them. I I and they almost all of them except for the New Jersey game it was the same thing playing well for like 20 40 minutes and then the last period giving up leads playing like crap at least at least there's some consistency there uh and Angie, what's going on what what's, what what's what's happening with these people
1: you know i I have to say after every game, I am astonished at how much I think the Penguins still believe everything's gonna be okay. Um, and, and I wonder if it, it strikes me that I feel like that's what might be going on. I feel like they play those 20, 40 minutes and the letdowns occur because this is just a team that is used to things working out one way or another. I. I I think they would be astonished if they didn't make the playoffs. And I do think at this point, they are in very real danger of not making the playoffs, I would not be at all surprised if they miss. And uh, I, I I just feel, I, I mean, what really is going on if we want to look at it technically is the bottom six is terrible. The, the top six can only carry you for so long and they, they need a lot of help in a lot of areas that I, I'm not, sure is necessarily fixable this season so um between the top six and goaltending um i i think they have a lot to address
0: I, and, i'm sorry oh, i
1: think i said the top six the bottom six and yeah. goal <laughs> the um, top six is just fine
0: yeah yeah um jen, 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 jen hates all of it what just Love overall you, Angie, but, <laughs> um, overall what the heck just yeah let's just start overall what the heck's going on here
2: it's well, I, you know what, Angie's. A, I, I agree with Angie to the effect that extent, sorry, that they might be in like plausible denial and they think that they're gonna, it's gonna pull off, everything's gonna work out for us. Um, and they, they're definitely at a big risk of that not happening. So denial is huge. And I keep going back to that insanity quote that the you know, definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results, Sullivan talking to you. Um with regards to the top six being good and the bottom six being bad, I don't really agree. I think we are basically a one-line team. We have one line that performs every night and sometimes it's been the third and fourth line in other games. And I can go back to them. It's not consistent, but neither are the top two lines. Like if you look at overall, um it's I like sometimes we have a two line night. But majority it's just that one line dominating um and that's the problem for me that could be fixed this year is if we mix up the lineup a bit and put a strong really strong player on each line like sydney on one gino on two and maybe rust um well rust was my pick for a while um, on line three and and mix up the players a little bit because you can't really find success when you're top heavy or bottom heavy. You have to move players around. And this is something I've been I've been crying out all season saying it needs to be done with enough time to play around. But at this point it's not really enough time even though I think it still should be looked at because think back to our 2015, 16 and 17 teams. We had four solid lines. And I know that within this group I've seen it in, in flashes from different lines and players if Sullivan played around with the players, with the lineup, we would see better results because you're getting fresh opinions together, fresh take on chemistry, things that might not be working. And I think this running the same, the same top six and, and, you know, kind of leaving the bottom six out to dry. It's a bad tactic. It hasn't worked for us. And I really, really desperately want to see some play there. Like what else do we have to lose? We're not winning. Um, So Like have some fun, mix it up, make it fresh, fresh. I want to see fresh out there. Um, Yeah. That's my take. I think it's still possible. Basically. I do. I really do think there's still hope in that regard if there was changes made, but going through the same thing every night. I mean, I I didn't, I turned off one game. I forget which one it was. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't watch it anymore. It was, I was like, I'm over this.
1: Um,
2: Yeah.
0: The uh the, the the game Saturday against the devils is when I lost it. I just me. I just gave up. I just that was the one too
1: me.
0: Yeah, I just <laughs> could not I was like I can't do this. same. I was like, I've officially given up and now now I have hope, but but at the time I I would just I I just lost it. Um it, it, there's just so many, there's just so many things uh with this team. Let's just let's start back in Friday. Um they were in Long Island, extremely important game against the Islanders. They lose five to four. Uh, I lost all my notes. I if I've heard, I lost all my notes. So I'm, I'm, I'm flying blind here, but uh, this was the game where the Smith was. Wow. They, they've had a different goalie every game. These past three games. That's weird. Um the Smith was a starter and he didn't mostly did not play well. Um, somebody scored off of his stomach. Um, there was a goal where Crosby scored while by digging the puck between Sorokin's legs. This was a really weird game, but this was also a game where at one point they were leading three to one and four to two, and gave up two goals in the third period. I. I I just this has happened, this has happened 9 times by the way 9 times that they've up they've given up a lead in the uh third period when leading yeah leading after two periods is the ninth time this is ridiculous um one thing that I've I've seen said is for some reason when they have a lead they decide to try to get that next goal instead of preserving the lead that they have, and this is something that is kind of new to this team. That they didn't do they they didn't do it this horribly in previous seasons, and for some reason they've decided to change it up and be horrible defensively and try to go all offense for that next goal, and it's it's not working. But what is going on? How are they? why are they working?
2: It's the lineup. It's too stale. And there's no chemistry. When you put out these players on the team, I think the most connected we've seen this team was last night. Was it last night? Um,
0: (laughs) when they fought,
2: when they got fired up. Yeah. We'll cover that obviously after, but what I'm seeing with this team is like we talk about this game and there was, we had 18 errors in that first period alone. Um, and I didn't find we were that bad. I found that we fell apart after Lee's first goal. Um, and that for Casey, like he he, he did he even try on Nelson's second goal. Like I think he was looking somewhere else. I, I was really perturbed by Casey. Is that the like the wraparound goal? No, it okay. was Nielsen's Nielsen second. Nelson second, Nielsen, whatever his name is. Um, just call me Don Cherry from now on, okay? Because I'm butchering names this year. Um, I think the only good thing that came out of that game is we did outshoot them, but if we're not getting quality shots on, we have 19 missed shots. If we're not getting quality shots on, what's the point of shooting? Maintain that puck till you set yourself up better. This team has no connection. They're not connected. And I mean, you look at Sydney and Jake right now. They're not the Sydney and Jake we're used to or we know. You know what I mean? You take Raquel off Gino's line, and that line was perfect. Zucker, Gino, and Raquel was perfect. It's just it's so complicated. <laughs> I'm going to go back to the same thing on this lineup. It's just so complicated to watch these players not flow like, you know, like a good, um, a well-oiled machine. Like I've said before, it's just, it's, it's, it was bad. It was messy hockey to me. That was a bad game. The first, like, however long until Lee scored his first goal, it was good. But then I find they fall apart. They have no longevity not to mention this, the age and the speed and the tiredness. Like you see that our older guys are gassed out pretty much in the middle of the second period and they're getting the most minutes because they're on the top lines. And it's like,
0: Angie, why do they keep giving up leads?
1: Yeah, I, I agree with, with that. And I do think part of it is because they are gassed out last night. I noticed that that third line, the Jeff Carter line was, Um, There was a point um, sort of by mid game that they were being a a really big difference in ice time between the the first and second lines. And then when you started looking at the bottom two lines and you just kind of started shaking your head, thinking, "Okay, this is going to go south on them at any time. And and you're going to start seeing those lines tire out. So I, I think there is an element of that where you have the more veteran players on those lines that you're leaning on pretty heavily. So, uh, this this is something that has not been the case with that team in the past and you've seen them coming from behind as opposed to what they're doing now but', but coming from ahead to lose and I, I I just think the reliability from those bottom two lines not being consistent enough has really been a problem you know not only do you not have, it not only has the, the Carter line been a problem, you know, in a well-documented problem, but you, you can add Teddy Bluger to that now who has been so solid in the past, you know, that, that's a player who, whose line has traditionally been a line that you can really rely on to, uh, you know, stand up for you defensively against the other team's top lines. He hasn't really been that player this year. So he, he's not contributing offensively at all. Last, last night, he had, an, an amazing opportunity with the puck on his stick. He's coming in alone. And and when he didn't score on it, somebody sitting up next to me in the press box said he may never score again. And, and I just kind of chuckled at that because it was one of those types of plays that if you can't score on that, you know, I'm not sure what hope there is here.
0: So. Was that the breakaway uh, or was that something else?
1: It, no, it was the breakaway. It, okay. yeah, he, he, he's just in on his <laughs> in on his own with every opportunity. And I understand you're you're against one of the league's best goalies in Ilya Strokin, but um, come on. I mean, it's just uh, you, you gotta eventually something's gotta go in for you. So I think when you have when you have players that you can't rely on in in that bottom six, that's just really a problem. You have you have Brock McGinn who has gotten not just not a goal but not a single point in 23 games how how do you not even get a secondary even even at any point in 23 games how was he yeah. dressed yeah well was he dressed well yeah. yeah I mean that's that's the thing so, so you're you're not dressing like for instance Stanton Hyden who who is also I, I think has scored something like two goals in t- 37 games or something like that so also not you know not he's really fun, he's a, been better he's been better in other
2: areas
1: yes Abs- absolutely I I would at this point I'm sorry McGinn's got to be scratched and you've got to go with somebody like Heinen who has given you at least something so yeah I mean there's no accountability there's no accountability what's ever it's just like okay you're not producing and you know there's going to be no ramifications whatsoever so um you know why not this, this is why changes. the lines
2: need to be changed like you don't need to have focus all your top guns on the top two lines and also,
1: and also the coat
2: well that's our biggest problem i think
1: <laughs> like
2: to go off what you just said Angie. Yeah, but off- i i sorry go ahead
1: no, I was just gonna say I've never never felt that in his tenure here, but I, I think I think the overall stubbornness that we're starting to see from the coach is, is starting Ego. to you He's it, starting to feel very well, you know, it's just it's one of those situations where you know people complained about Dan Bilesman not not being willing to make the changes and, and you know he he just keeps doing the same thing and, and nothing you know and, and and for so long i didn't think that was the case with sullivan and now you're seeing it and i i think after so long you know I, sometimes sometimes maybe you need the fresh voice so um not sure you'd see that during a season and, and i would have never thought you could have seen it at this point but um but yeah i i, I think I think it's probably time for a fresh voice there.
0: Yeah, this is this is why NHL coaches. I think their average tenure is like two two years, two three years, or something like that. I don't care how good you are; eventually, it stops working. This is a feelings
2: league team. This is all about feelings. Like we were so successful twenty seven years ago with this group, so now we got to (laughs) keep it going. Like the coaches, even on this, like they're they're all. They're they're drinking some spicy water or something to have them thinking this because the product isn't there. What we're looking at isn't there.
0: Speaking of feelings, who what did Danton Heinen do to hurt Sullivan's feelings? What did what, what did he was there like a bad Christmas present exchange or something like that? I mean, it's either Heinen is in the doghouse or. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know because Brock McGinn does not deserve to be in the lineup. I don't care if he kills penalties. That's that's not good enough reason. That's that's the most insane thing about that,
1: that. To me is that God. to me is literally the only reason. It's it's Just okay. Well, we see another purpose that somebody like McGinn brings, and Heinem we see as a one-dimensional scorer, and if he isn't scoring, he's not giving us anything else, so that's why he's the pick, but I, I disagree with it, and when last night you have 47 shots on goal and you get all of two goals out of that, um, I think you have to start looking at your scoring. Yeah, the, you're, you're going to get on the goaltending and say that Tristan Jari wasn't good enough in his return and allowed two bad goals. Um, yeah, you know, you, you can make a case for that, but also two goals on 47 shots, uh, unacceptable. So start looking at why can't you score?
0: What is the uh, the shutdown line on this team? Answer, there is none. There's no, there's no defensive shutdown yeah. line on this team. You can't, you can't count on no, on the corrected. third line or the fourth line to do that. I don't think you can. Like it used to be so the blue line the and, and, and it's not anymore
2: but they're not there, guys. Like they're not there. They're not, there. They're not pulling. Their- <laughs>
0: yeah, you're. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're yeah, not there. Like,
2: like you're not the- getting the same performance from Gino every night or or uh, Zucker every night or even Rust. Or it's all sporadic. And everybody just doesn't want to talk about the top two lines. I'm here to talk about the top two lines. And they're not doing as much as they could, like as well as they could be or ha- they have been. And they're the ones that I see that are gassed out. And I'm watching Sydney cherry picking harder than he's ever in his career. He's getting all worked up, running into the refs, doing like th- there's something so off with this whole dynamic here, whether it's something in the locker room, it's just, it's not pittsburgh penguin hockey and now i came in late i came in in you know early 2015 but the team that i recognize is from a different planet in comparison to this and i'm looking at most of the same players it's like something's lost here and i'm not going to stay heavy on the third and fourth line because there's been some nights the third and fourth lines have carried us and we had big nights and those were the nights actually heinen was and i miss him by the way and he was my favorite player for other reasons but um for his you know lack of mistakes and you know he could have been worked on in his defensive play but you know I don't know what Sullivan's doing over there in Cranberry uh, these days but it's it's all it's all of them it's all of them I'm sorry we brought back two big guns and I mean like Tang is one of our messiest players he plays with the most most heart but he's you know oh okay one comes in with a with an overtime win goal and you can't talk about bad about him for two weeks but when you look at every single night which i do i break it down into who has what errors how many points each player had what mistakes they made whatever so on and so forth i'm looking at you know one player maybe two each night that show up
0: It's a different player or is it, or is it the it's same player?
2: different. Like, like the game we were just speaking about 54. I have Ra- Raquel. Raquel played the full 60. Last night was Letang. Letang, he, he, um, hold on here. He, he did, uh, didn't get any points and he had the most mistakes, but he played the full game. Like, it's just not the same. It's not a group effort. There's no chemistry. There's no connection. And I'm so sick of seeing the same six, four lines being run when you're focusing on making just too good rather than you know distributing that and making having a well-oiled machine. Look at Carolina Hurricanes, for example. They've got a solid operation. What are they doing with right that we're doing wrong? Look at that kind of thing. I, I'm putting the onus on every single buddy. This isn't just on Sullivan. This team has no confidence in themselves or any or in each other. It's there
0: it's just there.
2: Um, sorry. I'm sorry for my rant guys.
0: No, that's fine. That's fine. We, we, we need to, we need to get this all out. This is basically what we do every week is complain because it's the same situation the entire season. But um, a, a couple days ago, I think it was after the New Jersey game or maybe, maybe the Friday one um, Sullivan was asked, you know, what's going on. I, I, I think it was less like what's going on with the third line or what's going on with Carter or something like that. And, and he, he was a little snappy yep. and said, uh, he said, well, you ask the same thing all the time. <laughs> and he was like, sometimes they're good. and Sometimes they're bad. Like, yeah, we ask the same thing all the time. Cause you haven't made any changes a- a- about it.
2: There's a relationship there or something between Carter and maybe Hextall and Carter's kind of like, don't talk. And Sullivan's kind of sick of it cause he doesn't want them there. That's the energy I picked up on that. I think, you know, Hex still is doing a favor to Carter. And I mean, even Carter's production's dropped, his face offs have gone down. And it's like, eh. but I, I don't know. I think that's why Sullivan got upset with that. I don't think, I think this one might be a little out of his hands, his control.
0: You think he's being told, hey, you have to play Carter?
2: I'm thinking so because I'm looking at it and I I read people, right? So I did see that interview um, when his response, and the Sullivan I know is usually a really nice person. And I was like, whoa, okay, something's off here. So you look into it, and yeah, maybe this is out of his hands. Maybe this is someone else saying, you know, this is what I want, this is what's going to be. And looking at what Hextall's been up to.
1: Well, there's literally nothing there's literally nothing you can do with Jeff carter you know he he's untradeable he has no movement costs um he you can't be sent down um also no movement costs uh he, he just if he retires the the cap hit still counts uh there's there's nothing uh you made you made a bad deal um to bring him back at this length and this year he hit the wall and uh it's unfortunate, and there is virtually nothing
0: you can do about it. So, um, Honestly,
1: perhaps
0: uh, the, I bet
2: them. I'd be like, you sit down there for a while. I don't even care who I'm playing. You're sitting that there.
0: Was that was what yeah. somebody um, somebody just yeah, uh, that uh, is, proposed that, that
2: something you could do.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just like
2: happening. Kaepernick, go I, down. I, Whoever, go sit down for a while. I,
0: the the, yeah, the I mean,
1: that is theoretically something you could do
0: the the um the, only thing. <laughs> the suggestion someone made was bench him bench him until the playoffs <laughs> maybe then he could get him plenty of rest um yeah i mean you know that's that that was the <laughs> That was the, the risk you took with someone that's that old, you know. When he came on, he this was. It's been two years now. When he came on, it was. It worked out great, and he scored, and it was great. And yeah, then I mean, he's
2: gotten comfortable, and a lot of players get comfortable. And I think it's just they age; think they're not threatened.
0: I think it's just age. I think either either because he got that new contract, he said ah, I don't have to work anymore, or it's just old age, and he just he just he just went We're off the cliff. To these,
2: both these players, like they're in their nineties, like they're mid thirties here. It's so
0: funny. <laughs> and it's like, so, yeah.
2: You know they're it, they're, <laughs> they're well trained and exercised. Um, no, I think it's a comfort comfortability thing with Carter. He knows he's kind of untouchable, and you know. Ugh. I'm forced to um, like this guy,
0: Jen. How were um missed shots and uh, turnovers in the so Friday game?
2: We had uh 34 total errors, uh, eight, 19 missed shots, and 15 turnovers. 15 turnovers is a little too high, I like to keep that around zero to none. Zero to none, you see what I did there?
0: <laughs> zero to none, that's the yeah, that's a, that's a good uh, rate. Five
2: is, five is you know controllable. One of the turnovers Pedersen had led to a goal against us, which was disgusting, and I hate seeing that happen, but um. Yeah, our big front runners, I mean, uh, O'Connor had one turnover and four missed shots, no points. So he was a bust that night for sure. Um, and then you've got Raquel had two goals and two turnovers and two missed shots. So it kind of cancels him out when you get goals. Not assists so much. Um, and then we have Rust with no points and four errors. And Gino and Kapanen with no points and three errors each. So it's like, it was a, you know, it was a, it was a bad, it was a bad performance, like all around looking at this for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was, it it was just, it's just heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking when it was an absolute must win game and you have a two goal lead going into the third period and you, and you give that up. That's just, that's just amazing. Um, So then we go on to Saturday at home was that at home yeah yep uh yep. saturday at home against new jersey and was it close i don't think so no it wasn't the, 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 that's the game we both gave up on yeah we 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 gave up um i know <laughs> there was one where the, the there was, a, there was...
1: I, I was there and did not have that opportunity <laughs>
2: <laughs> i'd be like peace guys i'm out <laughs> Um, uh, go find some media snacks and go schmooze with some people. I would have been I would not Yeah, Angie, what's
0: take this. what's the snack situation in the press box? Do they, do they feed in, you? in
2: Toronto, so I can't speak to Pittsburgh
0: <laughs> The snack
1: situation is currently um so yeah, it's pretty pretty much back to um to the same as it was uh, before the pandemic. For a while they did not have any um, for a while, everything was packaged. packaged food yeah. that you could take. And now. Do you guys um,
2: get like a big dinner once, spread before? Like huge, like. Well, they. Banquet style and everyone.
1: They they offer a dinner spread. Um, it is a, you, you pay for it if you want the dinner spread. Um, yeah, it's, I I forget what the cost of it is. I never get it. I'm a vegetarian and I always feel like it's not going to have enough for me to justify paying for it. So I'm going to do something else for dinner before I go. Um, yeah. So, but up in the press box itself, it is, Um, The only thing that is that I don't think has returned to the same exact way it was before the pandemic is that the goldfish crackers are um, are still packaged. (laughs) I used to get the goldfish crackers in a little cup and now they are packaged. But um, but they give you um, they put out uh, hot pretzels, like soft pretzels and and like nachos with like a a little thing of, you know, melted cheese so you can. That's like the that's like the hot food available, and then uh, everything else is kind of like popcorn, pretzels, you know, stuff you would kind of take on a plate or cup. I know, nothing like nothing ours- too elaborate, but I, I will usually grab a soft pretzel or two. Those are pretty good.
0: There is currently um, instruction going on around the the arena that basically makes oh my it. Oh it, it it makes it very hard to get to the arena. It's so frustrating. Oh my goodness. It's it's just it's, like it's, that city
2: wasn't complicated complicated enough with the yeah. bridges and the tunnels and the construction yeah. of those. It's like it's like signs. they're saying,
0: please don't come to the game. Please, we're going to you know, if our team doesn't disappoint you, our the, the situate the traffic situation will, will make you angry. One one or the other are going to make you uh angry about coming to this game.
2: Not me. I usually stayed at the Cambria, so it was like...
0: Uh, you could, right uh, yeah, right next door. Four steps. There uh, you go. Five.
1: There
0: you go. Uh, <laughs> you know,
1: on the bright side, it's, it's fantastic. There is construction going on around the arena because it's been a very long time of waiting for that area to be built up um, since they built the new building. And it's been extremely frustrating to me that, um, you know, if you've been to other cities that have newer arenas and seen what the areas around them have have done. It it, it is very depressing to me that you know all these years this arena has been where it is now and nothing, like no no capitalizing on the proximity to all of this space to build the just a sort of entertainment district where people can go and get something to eat and spend an evening out and and just do things and capitalize on the opportunity that you have people there for sports events and concerts but you you really have to work to find somewhere to go um so i i find that extremely frustrating and i'm really happy things are happening but yeah the the current construction situation is a nightmare
0: what are they building anyway? I don't even know. I I heard something about a concert thing and. um, Yeah,
1: there is, there's is definitely a concert venue um, being built over there and uh, there's, you know, there, there's a complex going with it. I assume there is going to be, you know, restaurants and entertainment and the types of things that, that go along with, you know, with a development like that. So. Right. I, I haven't seen all of the details but yeah i'm i'm assuming that i'm assuming it's, it's finally happening and they're building a, a proper yeah. entertainment it's only taken
0: it. it's only taken what 50 years um
1: yeah yeah it's it's, it's over 10 years it is yeah it's, it's crazy
0: yeah yeah um right now especially for some reason they closed the 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 whatever that was that used to be a tgi fridays like on that like on what is that fifth avenue center center like below when you
1: yeah yeah they
0: close that i don't know what the heck's going on there uh there's Mm -hmm. there's literally nothing there's that back to the future whatever and then there's pizza milano which is which is awesome Mm -hmm. but yeah there's there's almost nothing and then yeah uh yeah uh, but the, yeah, I'm
1: surprised the crowds have been as good as they have, honestly. Yeah. Um as with as bad as the team has been and with that construction situation. Uh,
0: there was a um there was a play in the um devils game where the penguins were on a power play and they they the devils intercepted it and Malkin was on the point. And the guy gets – he passes it to Sharon Govich, who is on a breakaway. And Malkin makes no attempt to try to stop him. He just like – he's basically like, well, goalie, you're on your own. Sorry. Sorry, Um, uh, I, I, I hate stuff like that. I know. I know. You know, it's
2: a 50-50 like that. He's so lazy sometimes. He's I, either I all in or he's, you know, spitting out, chewing on sunflower seeds.
0: I'm sorry. That's a bad look. That's a bad
2: look. It is. It is especially when you're um, as good as you can be
0: um but yet yeah, Takarsky um uh, was the goalie but it wasn't his fault some of those oh my goodness just some of those plays i i swear it's like the devils were on a scrimmage and they were just passing the puck around and and it was just unbelievable. What is going on with this defense? I'm talking about the not just the defenseman, but this whole team. Defensively, they're just awful almost all the time. Yeah, well, would
2: you, I mean, there's no fun. There, like I said, there's no connection in this team. So it's kind of like it's more work now. And who wants to work harder than they have to? You know? I mean – nobody but they should want to this 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 play is lacking any form of inspiration or motivation they're not motivated for anything it's just like eh, showing up it's i've seen beer league teams play more entertaining hockey i don't know i mean i did notice we made a switch on the lineup sullivan switched mcginn and o'connor which did nothing um literally nothing uh he ended up switching them back for last night's game um, but this team would have no, li- no life. There's no life in it. And I, it, after the Geno's opening goal, Mercer ties it, and then it was just downhill from there. And my only notes is both forward and d parents need to change. I did not watch the third. I was too angry to watch.
0: What? Um, okay. What What would you change with the d parents Because actually, I gotta
2: look at that. I have to look at that. More. I mean, uh, Latang seems to want Dumoulin because Dumoulin's back there. He should not be, but he's not been the worst player. I see a lot of yeah. people. Complaining about Dumoulin, but he's not been the worst player. I I think Dumoulin's getting better. He's actually doing better. He's low on errors, and he's trying. He's making effort. He's not making the mistakes he used to, and that's something to think about. Petrie, I need him to go back to Montreal, wherever he came from. Love you. Thanks for coming by, but I'm not liking him. He's errors, 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 errors and not much. He's
1: currently available. He.
0: Yeah, yeah. um He's he,
1: apparently currently available at the trade deadline, so he he may go, but I'm not sure who's going to pick up that contract. I know who's going to want him. I'll believe who's it. What him.
0: what a disaster! Another that Ruido. Was. Why
2: is Ruedel playing? Like he's not.
1: I don't know. I mean i I think he's been an all, an all right addition, but I think he is a luxury you really can't afford to have when you have so many other glaring problems.
0: He's the. Uh, Ruedel is the Casey DeSmith of defensemen. You want him to play every once in a while, not every single game. And uh, this is just, I mean, Ron Hextall is... The I least. don't really
1: want Casey DeSmith to play at all. And that's a whole, that, that's a problem. You know, okay. like I, I think I like Casey for me, if you don't do, I if you don't do something, I, I he's not good enough. He's not good enough to be your number one goaltender. And in my opinion come playoffs, you need to have somebody who is capable of stepping in as a number one goaltender if and when Tristan Jari inevitably goes down or can handle the workload. Um because that that I just I I have not changed my feeling on Tristan Jari in terms of his talent. Um but I, I am not at all convinced that he can make it through the playoffs.
2: But he's still playing with
1: hurt. His, he, he is still playing hurt, and, you know, last night you saw he took that shot to, it, it, I think it was his throat protector. He was asked about it after the game. He, he tried to shake it off, um, didn't really seem to want to talk about it very much. But to me, it, you could see a, a definite a point at, at that point in the game where he was shaken up. He took a while to shake that off, and from that point forward, the game sort of went south for him. He and he, he basically, know, well, him the game game. Run, yeah. Well, well,
0: yeah, we'll talk. Well, yeah, that, that was the, the, the I, last night's game, but yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, no, sorry about we'll that also to mention yeah, that that skipping ahead. Islanders, <laughs> game, we let hard, um,
1: you know, when, when, when,
2: I'm sorry, I'm not used to three people. I'll, I'll,
0: that's <laughs> okay. Um, okay, well, yeah, you know, I mean, there's not much to say about the Devils game, but what, what were uh missed shots and turnovers in the Devils game?
2: Uh, sixteen turnovers, eleven missed shots, twenty-seven errors, and honestly,
0: I mean, it, it was just a forgettable game. It was just like
2: <laughs> Patterson and Petrie, both with five errors each. How's that for a deep pairing? Uh, yeah, no, and the, everyone else that Gensel, he had no points, and he w- had three missed shots. He was the third p- person, but the other two, Gino and Latang, had four errors, but they also both had goals and an assist. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, um. I don't like yeah. the hate Casey's getting. He's not a, he's not a starting goaltender. No, but he's kept us in games, and it's the team in front of him. Yeah, I, it's
1: really. I, I don't disagree with he can that.
2: He only takes so much. He's not mentally read like there to be able to deal with the pressure of playing all the time. And I think Sullivan messed up not taking advantage of Tukarski more Well, G- G- Jari was out. But Casey has kept us in many many games.
0: He has, and and you're right. The defense is it, just a, the team defensively just sucks, and and almost any goalie cannot do well in this situation. But the the, the entire goalie situation is a giant mess, and Jari yeah. is not. I, he's I just not reliable.
1: think I think this Smith is miscast. Yes. Yeah, I that's it because I he's, think when you he's have a good backup a number one goalie. Well, I, I think I think Jari is a number one goalie in the NHL um, if, if he is healthy and if he is on his game. And those are a lot of ifs. And, yeah. and so if either of those is not the case when the playoffs come, um, if the playoffs come, and you need someone to be able to step in and be a, a number one goalie. I, I think what you essentially need at this point if, in what the penguins are dealing with is you need one A and one B. You can't have the clear here's our starter and here's our backup. And you know, not trying to, to pile on in Casey on Casey Smith in any way. I, I'm trying to, you know, um, you know, sort of make a case for him being miscast in a role of a 1B, which I just don't think he is. I don't think that's the goaltender he is. Um, I think he is he's clearly a two and and that is who he is as a goalie he's a backup and 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 if you feel comfortable going into the playoffs and saying that's your guy if and when that happens to Tristan Jari and and saying I will put another year of Crosby and Malkin and let's hang on that as you know and feel comfortable with it then um you know you definitely are viewing it differently than I am because I, I do not feel comfortable with that. And I, I feel like I need to see a 1B. And if Ron still does anything at the deadline that does not involve trying to get that 1B, and there are some that are gonna be available by all indications, um, I feel like don't bother doing anything right. because that goaltending position is everything. And it has what has cost them in the last several playoff series. Directly, so do something about that position, or or do nothing because it doesn't matter.
0: It's something that should have been addressed in the last. I, I off can't season. believe
1: they brought back the same tandem. I can't yeah. believe they brought back that tandem.
0: It's just like you said that the goal Jari for either being ineffective or hurt has cost them the last couple playoff series. How do you not look at that and say? He's he he's he's not reliable. We're just gonna run with him. We're just gonna keep the same situation. How do you not get a better goaltender? And yeah, if they don't get one at the goal, at, at the trade deadline, don't even bother because we really don't know whether Jari will be able to. It would not surprise me at all if the the next game they said, "Oh, Jari's not available. He's hurt again." It would not surprise me one bit when they announced. On on Monday afternoon, Jari is going to start. I completely expected by Monday evening them to say, uh, eh, something happened. He's not playing." I don't. He's not even. He's not even. He's not day to day. He's hour to hour, minute to minute. He's minute to minute. Yeah, this.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I, I'm just concerned that he is. I don't. I don't think he's going to be a hundred percent at any point this season. I I think he is still playing through something. Clearly, he has. He, he has. A primary injury that was already the case. He tried to play through it. I think he incurred some secondary injury or injuries on on top of that from trying to compensate for the primary injury. So I, I just think you're dealing with a goalie that you can't count on to be healthy for you for for a playoff run. And uh, going into a run like that with with the idea that he is going to be available for you and relying on that as a fact, I, I think is a huge mistake. Yeah.
0: So yeah, Monday's game, um, Jari got the start and they lost four to two the, to the Islanders at home. Um, well, let's talk about Jari. Um, yeah, um like he said Angie, when he got hit, when he got that shot in the in the throat it seems like everything changed but in well,
2: he did he did have a turnover that led to him being scored that, on was that before the, or after?
0: I that was in the third period so I'm yeah I'm not sure. Um that turnover That was very
1: that was very shortly after.
0: Okay. Okay. Um that was very reminiscent of when he had that breakdown a couple of years ago in the playoffs, I believe, against the Islanders, where he just basically was giving the was giving the puck to the other team and oh, then asking them. That, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, he Talked was just so he was just it that. was. was like,
2: what was that? He,
0: he did nothing. He 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 almost did everything, but put it in a nice package with a bow and said, yeah. "Here, please, please score on us."
2: I, I saw that from him last night. Like, yeah. The whole game, he he's not ready mentally as well as physically. Why he's being pushed back into it?
0: And he, because I mean, it's causing that's... more
2: problems. Like you can't look at how 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 long Gino or sorry, uh, it took Latang to find his wheels again after his next surgery. He wasn't the same player. Like he's finally in the last season and this season, really coming back out to that. You know, Chris Latang pre injuries. The um, same wow. thing can happen goalies. in goalies the, and the mental stress that's on goalies, the pressure that's on goalies, it's, it's never ending. So to put himself in this position, it, like I feel so bad for him. My heart goes out for him because I know he knows that he might, he can't carry this. He can't do this. And then looking at the team in front of him, Well, they're a mess too. Are they just magically going to get better when Jari's better? Like it's so frustrating.
0: Um, this game also had a, uh, a, um, as they call him in wrestling, a slobber knocker, a nice little brawl. Um, I loved it. but right before the brawl Latang has a shot and Sorokin like <laughs> makes like the save of the year. Oh then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then right after that, a brawl breaks out where every player on the ice is. I don't like, even know like, what
2: caused it. Wasn't it with Gino first?
0: Um I think what caused it was a little bit before that. I don't know who it was, but somebody basically McGinn, tackled maybe? Crosby. No, it was somebody tackled Crosby. Yeah, they were going to Crosby.
1: Yeah, no penalty called.
0: Ice.
1: Good. Let him get it.
0: No, no penalty called. Yeah, they, they, and, and, you know, that's what, I think that's what started it. And then,
2: uh, <laughs> he wasn't even on the ice. He was long gone. So. Okay.
0: Well, um, Zucker, man, I, I, I love him. It was so
2: I, much. I would have been so happy at that game. I would have been just like, where do I look first? Where do I go? <laughs>
0: Malkin was just trying to fight everybody, and he still had his gloves on. He was just was like just just punching everybody. Um, but Zucker <laughs> was ready to take on a guy like approximately three times his height and weight. It was like yeah, David It was
2: wild. All ten players ended up with penalty minutes. <laughs> uh, it was it was
0: it was something. But hey, at least they at least they showed some fire. At least that's they- what I
2: was saying. Like I, I, I love this. I'm like this is great. This is what we need to see. Get fired up well that fizzled out not even like three minutes later the next period it was just
0: like it's the same thing they have a lead and then it just it just goes the hell it just it just i don't know i don't know it's 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 the mentality it's everything but
2: it's good to see that fire
0: yes yeah i i,
1: I loved i love seeing them stick up for each other you know um you know, to Jen's point about them not uh, seeming like they, they have a, a connectivity as a team this year. I thought that was one of the first times I've really seen it and seen them looking like they they care for each other. So, um, yeah, that was great to see. And then, you know, the shame of it is you have, um, you know, Jason Zucker, who I thought was one of their their best players at that point in the game. Um, you lose him to the ten minute misconduct, and, and you know it, it's just it, unfortunately you end up paying a price for it as well. So
0: in, frustrating. In, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. That's that's a thing. You you just took one of your best players off the ice. Um, and the Islanders. You know. That's okay because sometimes players
2: get pumped up and they 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 feed off that energy. So it's okay. It's okay.
0: Yeah. But hung up it's, on
2: that. I'm yeah I'm,
0: I'm fine I'm fine with them fighting but that Imagine was
2: just in the game Jari's inability to perform to his you know his ability was it's a problem. Just, um,
0: it's just it's it's you hope it's just rust you hope that physically and mentally that was just one game and and he just comes back
2: you oh Jariya uh, you know. He needs to they need to work with his mental his mental confidence as well as you know they, like you know what players lie all the time they say yeah I'm not hurt and they go play and I watch them and I see them and they're hurt like i pay attention I can tell when an athlete's favoring something or how they're skating a different like I pay attention to these things for some reason and I can tell and when i watch jari take the ice i'm like yeah something is not right
0: um there. he is uh this is he's in contract year he's uh He's in his, you know, final year of a contract, and at, at this point, if he has another mental breakdown or even a physical breakdown, why would anybody want to pay him anything? I mean, if 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 he 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 has the potential to be a top ten goalie in the NHL, if he balls out the rest of the season and is healthy and you know, stands on his head and then has a good playoffs. If they make the playoffs, he's going to get a huge contract, but if he's hurt all the time, or if he's just giving games away, who wants, who wants somebody like that? You're talking about between, you know, millions of dollars that he could be thrown away if he stinks yet again.
2: Injury
1: brings on it's fear. It's frustrating and to me. I- it's, Go ahead. Yeah. No, yeah, I I think you're right. And I I think it's it's frustrating to me for, I I feel bad for him as a player. I I do agree that he has potential um, to have that high of a ceiling as an NHL goalie. And I think, unfortunately, for both him and the Penguins, I I don't think we're going to have an opportunity to see that this season. I just don't think... I don't think he's going to be fully well um, by the end of the season. I think he is st- still going to be working to get over whatever he's working to get over. And um, I, you know, uh, reports were that, that the, the primary injury was a hip injury, which is all kinds of mobility problems for a goaltender. Um, that is a huge concern. I don't know. I, I don't know how you recover from that. Trying to play through it through a season. And it concerns me that, uh, you know, at this point it, he can play to his top of his potential for the remainder of the season and or if they get into the playoffs. And, and honestly, regardless of what they do at the deadline, I don't see this team making a, a long run because I, I just don't think they can fix that much um, to go up against some of the powerhouse teams in the East. Um, I, I just don't know what you do at that point, because if I were the Penguins, I might offer Jari because they don't really have a plan B at this point um, for what they would do to replace their franchise goaltender, who they assumed was Jari. So what do you do? I, I, I couldn't in good conscience throw another long term deal with him without him having proven himself at this point. Uh, what do you do? Offer him one year? Some other team will probably come along and offer him more. And in right. that case, he walks. And then what? What do you do? Yeah. I, I, yeah, you seem like you were gonna say something about that, Jen. Do you have a thought on on what they what plan B could be for them? Because uh boy, I, I think they've gotta figure out what plan B is.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Um yeah, there is no there is no plan B and that's the problem is there's no prospects down in in the miners that could that could be good. Nobody so ready. uh okay. yeah um and and you know it, it's funny the, the the talk is well we don't know what ron hextall is gonna do or he he's ron done hextall nothing doesn't so
2: know what ron hextall gonna do <laughs>
0: um i think he's just a very uh um, he just he, he he should he's in the wrong job he should be the director of the cia or something in, <laughs> in high-end government where you're supposed to keep secrets because he doesn't he doesn't let anything out the only reason we found out that the Petri was available was like from some other source some other you know team or something like that is is you know heard that the team was available other than that we don't know and we know hextall is going to do something because two years ago at the de- deadline they got um Carter. A year ago, they got Raquel. So it's not like he's going to refuse to do anything. It's just surprising that he hasn't done anything yet. So, what is it? January, February twenty first. We have basically two weeks until the, the the trade deadline. Something is going to happen, and it uh, it desperately needs to happen.
2: I'm curious what we can do. Who's going to want what we have, and how much money do we have, and I mean, I'm not as hopeful as everyone else is when it comes
0: to this deadline. Well, we, I mean, that was, that was our big thing that, that, you know, most of the team has some kind of no trade clause. So you can't even get rid of them if you want to, but maybe you can work around pick, that. Maybe. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, but, but there's no, you need, you need, you need to trade like Kapanen and a pick to, to, for them to take Kapanen because he has, you know, his, his salary high. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know yeah,
2: what it's, it's gonna. It's a pretty, it's Hexel. Uh, the see, I'm so tongue tied because my brain can't process how Hexel is going to actually pull something off. Um, am I hopeful? No. no, not at all because of his track record with the Pittsburgh Penguins. And, um, but I'm not over this team, I think this team could still get it done, it's just someone else needs to help them do it. That's all.
0: They're not firing Hextall now.
2: That I'm, not, I'm not saying Hextall or Sullivan. I'm just saying that someone needs to listen objectively to, you know, a different point. Like, it's just this This is, system isn't working. It's got good pieces. It's just not put together in the right in the right format. And I think if they did this, Sullivan did this, we would see a better team. We outshot New York 18 to seven in the first period alone last night, we were there, but we don't maintain it. No longevity, look, no connection. So mix them up. I think this team could still do it. I still have confidence in them, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not confident that Sullivan's ability to bend or take some risks. Um, But I mean, like if they're pushing for a playoff spot, what's the point of getting in there? You're getting swept boys you're getting swept
0: that's the thing. Um, a thing um
2: and this team it does not have it but it could i think it could
0: angie do you think that they should go quote-unquote all in and trade draft picks and just try to make a run this year
1: there's no run. sorry yeah i i i agree i i just don't i don't know that you're going much of anywhere um Against some of, of these great teams in the East, I, I think if you if you draw the Boston Bruins in the first round, I just don't know that anything you did matters at all. Um, I just don't think you're beating that team. But you know, if if you draw like Carolina, perhaps uh, perhaps you have a shot. So they I even think they swept us this season. I think you have to. Carolina yeah, beat us all five games. They, they did okay. But-
0: well, I'd yep. rather play Carolina I, I, than I, Boston.
1: I would absolutely yes, I I agree with you. No, I I, I don't want to play either. A... no, of I'll course, but, you know, you'd also like to you'd also like to finish higher, and you're not going to at this point. So, I think um I I think they have to as far as going all in. I think you have to. I think all in. There's you know, I I don't probably don't move the first rounder just just because I think there's going to come a point you're going to need that for something. Like when I think of that first round pick that you are hanging on to, I'm thinking maybe that's something you're going to have to use over the summer. If you're trying to address the goal tending situation, maybe if you've decided Jerry is not the long-term answer, maybe, maybe that's where you have to throw that one at at a situation that you didn't think you had to deal with. Um, So I hate to take that chip off the table, but Mm -hmm. as far as, whatever else you have to do to be all in. Uh, you know, you, you made the commitment last summer. You said, we're bringing back all of the pieces. And I, I feel like it, it's a little late to rewind on that. It's a little late to to say, okay, well, you know, brought back Malkin and Latang, and, and okay, sure. And Raquel and okay, sure. We're just, uh, we're, we're going to start a rebuild right now. I, I, this isn't, they're not going to start a rebuild right now. They're just not. So um, yeah, they, they, they have to go for it as best they can. And as best they can is kind of relative according to what do they have that other teams want. Their prospect pool is not there. Um, they really don't have a lot to um, to bargain with in, in terms of the prospect pool at this point, um, which is really frustrating. Prospects they had that we've talked about in previous years as being good potential trade trade ships are no longer good potential trade ships. So, um, Really not sure what you do from there, but Ron is not in a great situation all the way around.
0: Yeah, he is very limited. So we'll see what he does. Um, Jen, what were uh, missed shots and turnovers in the... We were actually um,
2: lowest on this night. We had 10 turnovers, 15 missed shots, and 25 errors. Latang had zero points with four errors, um, which I don't like seeing, as I said before. And Gino was second place with three errors, no points. You know, those top lines defense pairings you know, they're... I'm being smug right now. I'm sorry, just ignore me. Uh, I'm just not a fan of any of them right now, <laughs> to yeah. be fair. Wow. And then our third, the guys that had two errors each, they all had points. Um, uh, Sydney, Raquel, Petrie, and Zucker. Zucker, sorry. I'll get it together. It wasn't as bad error-wise, but we weren't playing to our full, the... I want to say full potential, but we haven't really done that at all this season. I think there's potential there, but we're just lazy. We're no, no follow through. And for the four, the, this is going to actually surprise you, Joe, for the three games, they had a total of 86 errors, three games.
0: So total. almost 30, Uh, almost 30 a game.
2: Yeah. Well, 27, 20, yeah. 45. Yeah. 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 Um, we had 41 turnovers and 45 missed shots. And that's giving us a total of 1,229 combined in 56 games. Um, We have Gino coming in first with six turnovers, six turnovers in three games, guys. Um, And Pedersen with four and Raquel with four. And then you've got Gensel, Carter, Kapan and Latang, and Petrie coming in with three, three in a game. That's a lot. Like these are your, 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 better players and Raquel Gensel and, you know, Gino, <laughs> Letang. Um, as for missed shots, you've got Letang in first with five missed shots. Uh, I think what I find with Latang lately, he's been a little, he's not been sloppy, but he's been a little rushed. I think sometimes he can take a second, or half a second. This game is in, in, like inches, you know, it's, it's all about time, seconds and inches. Um, and he needs to kind of learn to control that a little better. He can, I know he can. But it just wasn't his week. Um, and then we've got O'Connor, Rust, and Gino, and Petrie with four missed shots in the three games. And then Raquel Zucker and Zucker, sorry, and Jake with three each. Um, and these are all our big boys, right? We're the ones getting paid the most, that are getting those top minutes, and that aren't earning it. So if you're not getting points and you're making errors, I don't want to see you like, them getting as much. Or, airtime airtime ice time this is a problem we protect these players we cater to them and they don't feel that they need to push more than they're worth if this was my team these players i'd be getting the best out of all these players i know what they're capable of and i'm sick of seeing this every single night it's like they don't care and you know
0: i don't know i don't know what's <laughs> going on with that uh, with sullivan um i did check the basically the the uh, um the 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 ice time that uh, Crosby and Malkin have been getting, and and most of the stars are about the same as last year. They're averaging about twenty minutes a game, so it's not like they're being, you know, thrown out there too much. It just seems like it. It just seems like they're carrying the weight because the third line and the fourth line isn't doing diddly squats and. I have hope. I have hope. I have hope that, that Jari is going to turn it around and he's going to be a number one goalie. And I have hope that Hexall is going to do something because I can't believe that they look at this team and say it's good enough. They haven't won a division game since December 20th. 20th. Yeah, It's almost been two months since they've won a Metro division
2: And that's game. arguably the probably the, one of the best divisions. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I this is also yeah. the latest that they've been out of a playoff spot since Crosby's rookie year there's no way yeah. that they could look at this team and say yeah we're good let's just stay the course there's it, looks
2: no good way. it looks good on them if they're not willing to do what's needed to win this is, this is the outcome this is what you look like this is what you get and I know a lot of people say Pens fans are spoiled Steelers fans they've got a lot of championships in that city who cares we want more is that selfish? Sure. But this is what it is, it's about. We want to win. We want to win. And we're watching a team fall apart that has, you know, the feel goods there from the prior years and still the potential to be good. But just like, yeah. What, what is going on, Joe?
0: I am I just have hope. I have hope. Um, uh, what do you think, Angie? For
1: me, you don't reassemble this lineup. You, you just don't reassemble this lineup without that being the stated intention is to try to contend again. And yep. you know I, I assume that's what Fenway Sports Group is thinking. We don't hear from them at all. So um, I guess we have to make an assumption of what they're thinking, but I assume they bought the team with the hope that, that they would be contenders. And by bringing back all of those big guns, I assume that that is what the goal is, um, but that's a whole other topic of, of how the ownership has been completely absentee and confusing. But yeah, I think um, I think it's pretty clear that they would that the mandate is the same, and the mandate is to try to win by signing those players. So I feel like uh, they they clearly have to go for it. Obviously, you know, with over thirty teams in the league, only one team wins every year. It's not always going to be the Penguins. Penguins fans um, may need to wrap their heads around that sooner than later. Um, it might be sooner. We might be at that point. <laughs> you know of, of the uh, evolution of, of you know it happens to every team uh, that that contends and, and has a good run it, uh, you you see how long it took detroit to uh to yeah. from the many years you know i mean, it, it happens to every team and that that just might be where where they are right now it, it might be happening but um but yeah i you don't bring back all those players without without the intention to try to contend so. I expect they will try to contend. I expect Hextall will try to do something. The last two trade line additions, he made impactful moves. Carter was impactful two deadlines ago.
0: At the time. Raquel's
1: been a great move. Yeah, Raquel Raquel was a home run, in my view. um, Fit great with the team. Was able to be retained, so it wasn't just a rental. Um, so yeah, I think think there's he's done good things at the deadline. What he's done in the off season, uh, you can debate, but uh, at the deadlines he's done a good job. So see see what happens.
0: I don't feel good, but I'm still having hope.
2: It's a good way to be. It's a good way to live, Joe. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm like yes. that too. Like I'm it. also quite hopeful.
0: <laughs> All right, guys, thanks so much. Always love talking to you guys. Thanks for coming on.
1: Okay. Bye, guys. <laughs> Take care, guys.
0: See you.